0: Day 111 of 365, the Bible Challenge with Abby Joy. Psalm 49, verse 1 to 20. Listen to this, all you people. Pay attention, everyone in the world, high and low, poor and rich. Listen, for my words are wise and my thoughts are filled with insight. I listen carefully to many proverbs and solve riddles with inspiration from a harp. Why should I fear when trouble comes, when enemies surround me? They trust in their wealth and boast of great riches, yet they cannot redeem themselves from death by paying a ransom to God. Redemption does not come so easily, for no one can ever pay enough to live forever and never see the grave. Those who are wise must finally die, just like the foolish and the senseless, leaving all their wealth behind. The grave is their eternal home, where they will stay forever. They may name their estates after themselves, but their fame will not last. They will die, just like animals. This is the fate of fools, though they are remembered as being wise. Like sheep, they are led to the grave, where death will be their shepherd. In the morning, the godly will rule over them. Their bodies will rot in the grave, far from their grand estates. But as for me, God will redeem my life. He will snatch me from the power of the grave. So don't be dismayed when the wicked grow rich and their homes become ever more splendid. For when they die, they take nothing with them. Their wealth will not follow them into the grave. In this life, they consider themselves fortunate and are applauded for their success. But they will die like all before them and never again see the light of day. People who boast of their wealth don't understand. They will die just like animals. Luke chapter 20, verse 27 to 21, verse 4. Then Jesus was approached by some Sadducees, religious leaders who say there is no resurrection from the dead. They posed this question. Teacher, Moses gave us a law that if a man dies, leaving a wife but no children, his brother should marry the widow And have a child who will carry on the brother's name. Well, suppose there were seven brothers. The oldest one married and then died without children. So the second brother married the widow, but he also died. Then the third brother married her. This continued with all seven of them who died without children. Finally, the woman also died. So tell us, whose wife will she be in the resurrection? For all seven were married to her. Jesus replied, Marriage is for people here on earth, but in the age to come, those worthy of being raised from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they will never die again. In this respect, they will be like angels. They are children of God and children of the resurrection. But now, as to whether the dead will be raised, even Moses proved this when he wrote about the burning bush. Long after Abraham, Isaac and Jacob had died, he referred to the Lord as the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. So he is the God of the living, not the dead, for they are all alive to him. Well, said teacher, remarked some of the teachers of religious law who were standing there, and then no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Jesus presented them with a question. Why is it, he asked, that the Messiah is said to be the son of David? For David himself wrote in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, sit in the place of honour at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Since David called the Messiah Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? Then, with the crowds listening, he turned to his disciples and said, Beware of these teachers of religious law, for they like to parade around in flowing robes and love to receive respectful greetings as they walk in the marketplaces, and how they love the seats of honour in the synagogues and the head table at banquets. Yet they shamelessly cheat widows out of their property and then pretend to be pious by making long prayers in public. Because of this, they will be severely punished." While Jesus was in the temple, he watched the rich people dropping their gifts in the collection box. Then a poor widow came by and dropped in two small coins. I tell you the truth, Jesus said, this poor widow has given more than all the rest of them. For they have given a tiny part of their surplus. But she, poor as she is, has given everything she has. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Verse 1 to chapter 34, verse 12. This is the blessing that Moses, the man of God, gave to the people of Israel before his death. The Lord came from Mount Sinai and dawned upon us from Mount Seir. He shone forth from Mount Paran and came from Kadesh with the flaming fire at his right hand. Indeed, he loves his people. All his holy ones are in his hands. They follow in his steps and accept his teaching. Moses gave us the Lord's instruction, the special possession of the people of Israel. The Lord became king in Israel when the leaders of the people assembled, when the tribes of Israel gathered as one. O Lord, hear the cry of Judah and bring them together as a people. Give them strength to defend their cause. Help them against their enemies. Moses said this about the tribe of Levi. O Lord, you have given your Thummim and Urim, the sacred lots, to your faithful servants, the Levites. You put them to the test at Massa, and struggled with them at the waters of Meribah. The Levites obeyed your word and guarded your covenant. They were more loyal to you than to their own parents. They ignored their relatives and did not acknowledge their own children. They teach your regulations to Jacob. They give your instructions to Israel. They present incense before you and offer whole burnt offerings on the altar. Bless the ministry of the Levites, O Lord, and accept all the work of their hands. Hit their enemy where it hurts most. Strike down their foes so they never rise again. Moses said this about the tribe of Benjamin. The people of Benjamin are loved by the Lord and live in safety beside him. He surrounds them continuously and preserves them from every harm. Moses said this about the tribes of Joseph. May their land be blessed by the Lord with the precious gift of dew from the heavens and water from beneath the earth, with the rich fruit that grows in the sun and the rich harvest produced by each month. with the finest crops of the ancient mountains and the abundance from the everlasting hills, with the best gifts of the earth and its bounty, and the favour of the one who appeared in the burning bush. May these blessings rest on Joseph's head, crowning the brow of the prince among his brothers. Joseph has the majesty of a young bull. He has the thorns of a wild ox. He will gore distant nations, even to the ends of the earth. This is my blessing for the multitudes of Ephraim and the thousands of Manasseh. Moses said this about the tribes of Zebulun and Isaacar. May the people of Zebulun prosper in their travels. May the people of Issachar prosper at home in their tents. They summon the people to the mountain to offer proper sacrifices there. They benefit from the riches of the sea and the hidden treasures in the sand. Moses said this about the tribe of Gad. Blessed is the one who enlarges Gad's territory. Gad is poised like a lion to tear off an arm or a head. The people of Gad took the best land for themselves. A leader's share was assigned to them. When the leaders of the people were assembled, they carried out the Lord's justice and obeyed his regulations for Israel. Moses said this about the tribe of Dan. Dan is a lion's cub leaping out from Bashan. Moses said this about the tribe of Naphtali. Oh, Naphtali, you are rich in flavour and full of the Lord's blessings. May you possess the west and the south. Moses said this about the tribe of Asher. May Asher be blessed above other sons. May he be esteemed by his brothers. May he bathe his feet in olive oil. May the bolts of your gates be of iron and bronze. May you be secure all your days. There is no one like the God of Israel. He rides across the heavens to help you. He crosses the skies in majestic splendor. The eternal God is your refuge and his everlasting arms are under you. He drives out the enemy before you. He cries out, destroy them, so Israel will live in safety. Prosperous Jacob in security, in the land of grain and new wine, while the heavens drop down dew. How blessed are you, O Israel! Who else is like you, O people, saved by the Lord? He is your protecting shield and your triumphant sword. Your enemies will cringe before you and you will stomp on their backs. Then Moses went up to Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab and climbed Pishka Peak, which is across from Jericho. And the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead as far as Dan and all the land of Naphtali, the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah, extending to the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, the Jordan Valley with Jericho, the city palms as far as Zoar. Then the Lord said to Moses, This is the land I promised On oath to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, when I said, I will give it to your descendants. I have now allowed you to see it with your own eyes, but you will not enter the land. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, just as the Lord had said. The Lord buried him in a valley near Beth Peor in Moab. But to this day, no one knows the exact place. Moses was a 120 years old when he died, yet his eyesight was clear and he was as strong as ever. The people of Israel mourned for Moses on the plains of Moab for 30 days until the customary period of mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. So the people of Israel obeyed him, doing just as the Lord had commanded Moses." There has never been another prophet in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. The Lord sent him to perform all the miraculous signs and wonders in the land of Egypt against Pharaoh and all his servants and, all, and his entire land. With mighty power, Moses performed terrifying acts in the sight of all Israel."